This is the Be Helpful Podcast, where conversations with budding entrepreneurs prepare you for the wild journey of building a business or side hustle. Welcome back to the Be Helpful Podcast. I'm your host, Boy Agatabayo. Um, we are going to pick back up on our conversation that we started last week with Jari Bolander, who's an author and also a podcaster who's the host of the Entrepreneur Ethos, which is a phenomenal podcast, very similar to the Be Helpful Podcast where he talks with other entrepreneurs and through Jari's experience, he's been giving us tons of wisdom around storytelling, creativity, B2B sales, um, product market fit. And in this conversation, we keep going in that direction. We also start talking about, Hey, how AI is really impacting a lot of what people knowledge work more or less. And, you know, you're going to get a lens into how, you know, I and my founding team at Yensel are thinking about AI and also how Jari as a storyteller is thinking about AI and the importance of having fundamental knowledge <laughs> as you start using some of these tools. Again, unfortunately, the conversation had to end quite abruptly uh, as Jari had to attend to some things. But, uh, you know, even though we didn't get a chance to do our classic uh, quick hitters, at the end of the conversation, I did want to mention Jari's book that's coming out on September 5th. Um, it's a memoir for his late wife, who he does mention in, in the previous episode last week. Um, just check it out. Uh, support. Uh, it's, it's as he's described it. I haven't read it myself, but as he described it, um, I'm, I'm eager to to read it when it comes out because Jari's just a fascinating guy with a ton of experience. And a lot of his entrepreneurial experience actually came from taking over his late wife's business. So um, enjoy the episode. As always, leave a review letting us know what you learned. And if you need any resources, make sure to check out our website, BeHelpfulPodcast.com. Thanks. The Be Helpful Podcast is brought to you by Yensel. If you're looking for an easy to start side hustle with zero upfront cost, visit Yensel.com. Yentl allows you to sell documents online. You can finally make money off of that spreadsheet that you made for your wedding or that travel itinerary you made for your last vacation. You can upload your documents and start selling in less than 10 minutes. Visit yensel.com to start your side hustle today. You learn by these conversations, you learn from each other. Even some of the surveys that we've taken are sent out for existing users or early users. Uh, of Yensel, I wish we had included that question. Mm -hmm. You know, I wish we had, I wish we had left free form or free text response questions mm -hmm. because the analytical person in me is just like, oh no, we need to give them a range so that I can analyze it on the back end and I can put it, well, no, let them use their own words because reading the responses and then capturing the key words is actually going to feed into the marketing language that we need to use to get more people like them. So it's, it's, it's actually a really, um, it's a really smart approach to, to, I mean, to that product market fit. Yeah. And, and with chat GPT and, uh, and AI analyzing those reams of, of text is like that. Yeah. We actually, <laughs> Yeah. Funny, we actually, Ravi's the founder, right? Yeah. Last week, we went, I went to his office and we worked on this thing and we're like, hey, let's see if the, the chat GPT plugin for Google Sheets, that's where we collect all the data. We use Typeform and then collect the data there. 
Let's see if it works. Yeah. And we spent a good part of like 45 minutes just going through, okay, summarize these. And it's like, I just looked at him. I said, this has saved us like 10 hours. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and the end, so this is the thing though, which is fascinating, right? So it's, it's of course, it's, it's interpretation of what the data means. Yeah. But you could see trends, then you can validate it. And then you can like dig in like, oh, interesting. Let's, and, and we used to do this all by hand. Yeah. So we sort of know it, it, it's it's effective, but I mean, every company that I start from now on, <laughs> definitely going to do this no matter what. Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> what's so cool. I mean, to the AI point, I definitely have heard this somewhere, but I believe it to be a hundred percent true. Any skill, any domain, any area. At the, at the level of expertise where you call yourself an expert, you are now operating in an art form. Everything below is rule-based and can be commoditized. And that's where I think AI does a phenomenal job. The 80% of the stuff you have to do to be an accountant or whatever it may be, that's rule-based. AI is going to probably figure that out and make it better. But if you're a really good accountant, you're already playing in that top 20%. And now you now you have a robot that's going to do all the grunt work for you and you can innovate and, and kind of come up with new things. And so um, I'm excited for the future and, and, you know, I'm constantly looking for ways to use AI to kind of fill in that 80% of what, you know, this role doesn't have or what I need this role to do so that I can start getting creative on the top end. So I think that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I you're spot on. I mean, Oh wow. I'm like getting goosebumps. <laughs> Cause I mean, that's my philosophy too. It, it, it's, yeah. you know, I, that's so, it's such a good, so people, it's funny because, you know, as a writer, um, we're, we're one of the only, well, I wouldn't say only discipline, we're one of the creative arts where frameworks and all these other things are poo-pooed on, less formulatic. And, you know, everyone's all yeah. wants to be a unique snowflake, right? Okay, I get it. But what I've found studying writing and storytelling is, to your point, 80% of it is frameworks, methodologies, genres, conventions, obligatory scenes, you know, things that are like been around to test the time, storytelling, most stories are a three act story, beginning, middle, end. I mean, it's not like, yeah. oh, I'm reinventing. Like some people will do that, but this is the thing that's so powerful. And I'm so glad you brought this up, this whole 80-20 thing, right? What's, what's just fascinating, beyond fascinating, is the fact that you can, um, you can get that 80% done faster by studying story, understanding like, or anything so that you have more time for that creative 20%. Correct. And I don't know why people don't get that. I just like, I don't want to spend all my time researching. The, I mean, I was on this like today, like was on chat GPT doing something. I'm like, gosh, I really need to research something or, you know, I need to scrape the web. I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I'll just ask it to do it. And I'm like, oh, wow. That just yeah. saved me five hours. And, and it's not, it's not that it's not value added, 
I think that's the thing that's like the, the thing I don't want to, you know, poo-poo or, or disparage. It's the fact that it's not value added for me. Like I, I should not be right. I shouldn't be spending my time doing this because Correct. I'm, you know, I'm the 20%. I need to spend my time on the 20%. So, Correct. you know, I, even with my writing and all that sort of stuff, how powerful that is to really like rely on frameworks and rely on certain things that are just like, yeah, this is the way it goes. This is just it. Why would I, why would I not make it easier on myself? Yeah. You know, yeah, I like did. There's, sorry, go ahead. No, like, it seems silly. <laughs> Yeah. It it really does. And I think that um, one of the things that I don't know if I'll, I'll keep this in or not, I might, whatever. Um, but we're talking. One of the things that we were talking about with Jensel is I said, if you had to ask me, what's the problem that Jensel solving in 10 years? I would say, I want to create the world's first, like, Creator economy slash future of work, fractional workforce. And I was like, okay, well, what do you mean? What, how does that work? I was like, well, we're going to have a bunch of knowledge professionals that are going to be out of work, but they know a lot of stuff that a lot of other people don't know. And AI is going to be giving them answers that they don't know whether it's right or not. So there's a space where if I'm a new business owner or a small business owner, and I don't have the, the money to hire a project manager, a lawyer, an accountant, and all of these different roles, and I want to leverage AI, we could potentially be their back office staff powered by AI, but have an army of knowledge professionals that could be like a fractional workforce that says, yeah, that makes sense. I know your business. That makes sense. This works. Have AI populate a, a project plan for you and then like help you execute it with a real project manager. Like, I think that there's a world where you can take the displaced knowledge professionals and still make them useful in this new world. And that's kind of what I'm ruminating on. It's like, yeah. yes, like we can build a marketplace that allows you to sell your notion templates. Yes. But ultimately I want to build a database of expertise and a network of experts that mm -hmm. can help everyday entrepreneurs have a back office function that they would never be able to have before. Like that's where I'm trying to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I, I mean, I think this whole generative AI is like what the personal computer did for productivity and what the internet did for productivity. Yeah. And will there be some people that are left behind? Of course. I'm not, you know, pragmatic, Obviously. right? Yeah. I, but I think the fundamentals are always going to be true no matter what happens. Fundamental number one is you need to understand how to drive the beast. Like you need to know the inputs to the system. Yeah. And in order to know the inputs to the system, you need to know the desired outputs. And you need to know the frameworks and the methodologies and the strategy to drive the, I mean, a computer access to the internet that just sits there is not useful. It's the person that's operating the machine. Um, <clears throat> while generative AI is like pretty game changing and does some things that, you know, are only almost science fiction. <laughs> there's someone that still has to drive the machine. There's someone that still has to like figure out if the outputs like, this is what I want. Yeah. And <clears throat> in order to be really good at that, 
you got to know what you're doing. I mean, it's the same thing. Why teach mathematics to kids? There's calculators. Yeah, but like you got to know if the calculator's like, you know, there's this was this great comic it's, back in the day. Um, it was, I think, I don't remember, maybe it was a Dilbert. No, it wasn't a Dilbert comic. It was some other comic. And it was said something like, um, to, you know, if you really want to foul things up, use a computer. Because <laughs> the, the thing at scale is like you put in some garbage in scale, this thing will, you know, yeah. exponentially explode. Garbage. I mean, yeah. bring the beautiful right, garbage out. Beautiful garbage. Beautiful. And, and I think that's what's missing in the debate and the discussion. Because yeah. when I look at this generative AI stuff, I'm just like, yeah, this is a great, another tool. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's going to replace all these marketers and this and that and screenwriters. I go, yeah, no, I don't think so. I think it's just a readapt. You know, you're going to have to use it to adapt. Yeah. And, and just, ima- so just imagine everyone has access to generative AI tools. Correct. Okay. So what's going to happen? The standard and the bar for creativity is going to go up. No. Yep. Hands down, right? Okay. Now everyone, that's the bar. You, as to your point, the 80-20 rule, you have to be the 20% that's above the bar. Correct. That's, that's your job. And so Correct. you want to stay relevant, be the 20%. Yeah. Or and that's how I think about it. Or pivot to a place where you can be the 20%. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and in, many places, in many ways, it's probably better for you, right? I know way too many attorneys that hate law. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the other. What, what's an attorney? It's rule based. <laughs> I mean, I know them too. I'm like I, accountant. I like basic accounting. Like that's why you know QuickBooks and Fred, all these like accounting software. It's, I mean, the rules are the rules. To your point, yeah. the twenty percent of the really good accountants are like really good. You need them, but uh, I really don't really need someone. You know. Yeah, anyway. it's <clears throat> one of the things that I, I, I on the topic of generative AI um, and and because you're an author, I would like to explore your feelings around storytelling mm-hmm. in the world of generative AI. Right, mm-hmm. um, kind of you've gone through not only you know writing a book, but then being an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. seeing how storytelling plays in these two different fields. How do you see the next evolution of storytelling happening, especially given the fact that AI is handling the 80%? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been I've experiment, been experimenting with this and I continue to experiment yeah. with it because I'm just fascinated. I love experimenting, yeah. right? I'm a, I'm a geek and a nerd at heart that way, even though I do all the marketing mumbo jumbo magic stuff uh mm-hmm. well i mean it's at its level today it's basically high school senior level story writing just you know it, it's okay yeah. it's like you know if you want to generate like a seven tips blah 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 blog post a listicle it's pretty good but yeah it's, it's uninspired to be honest Will it be CEO, SEO, sorry, SEO rich? And yeah, uninspired, you know, it's really good at very vanilla, standard, formulatic, step-by-step how-to. Pretty good. And, 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 and you can use it as a a nice outline to expand. And, And the way I use it is for generating better ideas. 
Mm. Um, a lot of the times when I'm doing writing and writing stuff, it's like, ah, what is that thing? I don't remember where it is. And I like have to search the internet and the internet's horrible at search. So I use it to say like, Hey, I got this idea. How, how would I go about it? And then it will give me ideas. And that's just fantastic. Like it's really good at getting you past the writer's block of oh, I'm just out of ideas or I just don't know like how I should research this or what, what is the best one I can give you? Cause I'm working on it right now is I'm working on a class or a course called uh, mastering B2B storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking, I'm actually taking a class on it. And one of the ways that we're, we're running the class or he's running the class is he's using these generative AI prompts to help with the brainstorming and writing the modules, you know, writing the whole, not the whole thing, but, How am I supposed to frame this? And in the context of, and this is why it's so powerful. In the context of, I have this idea. I'm an expert in this. I've written books on this. Can you tell me the types of people that would be interested in this? Now, I know this in my kind of my my heart, right? Right. Sales and marketing professionals, content, you know, content managers, you know, demand gen, whatever. I I know that they're going to, but I don't know. Did I miss something? What are they right. worried about now? I mean, it, it's a lot of research. So you can use it to say, oh, huh, interesting. Content marketers, marketing managers, demand gen, uh, you know, sales, SDRs are interested in storytelling. And then you say, hey, well, then what are some of the things that they may be interested in given what you know about? And, oh, they want short form content. They want to understand how to align the values. I mean, all... Oh, really good research, right? Yeah. So then you think, oh, well, okay, this is really valuable because that would have taken me hours upon hours and I probably would have missed something. Now the question is, how do I use that information to generate the class? Given that I've written story-driven outreach for how to do cold emails, story-driven decks on how to do presentations. I've written tons of books on all this stuff. I blog about it. All that, like, I have my knowledge base now. I'm crafting to the market, which is yeah. so powerful. I mean, how often are you like, what's the persona want? What's the ideal customer profile? It's like, that's a lot of yeah. work that now gets condensed into, now I can focus on the 20%. Okay, now what I, if you look at some of the stuff it generates, it's like, I wouldn't say that. That's cheesy <laughs> or that's stupid. And you're like, but, ah, that one right there is a good point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, so... I think when it comes to writers, storytelling, and just using generative AI, the thing that's powerful about it is the research and the idea, ideation and, and idea generation to get you to the point where you can finish your stuff. Mm. Um, I, I, I struggle to see how it's going to, you know, like a, you could really do, do very good storytelling with generative AI because it's not about like good storytelling and just creativity is like, you have to unlock it in your head. Yeah. And the definition of creativity is like building something from nothing and it's looking at what's already exists. So you're like, well, okay, you need another action movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger as a (laughs) aging father, you know, and his father, his daughter's in the CIA too, and he doesn't know it. Okay. Then you get FUBAR. Did, did AI write that? Probably not. But you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, the writer's strike right now, Hollywood writer's strike, one of the things that they're really, that they have a legitimate gripe about, among other things, is 
studios want to use generative AI to do first drafts of scripts. And then they want to be like, fix it. And so a rewrite of a script costs less than an original script. So you can see you're a writer, your job's to create stuff. This machine now is taking the bulk of your, and you're like, fix the mess. And you're like, God, man, (laughs) thanks. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, this doesn't seem fair. So, yeah, I mean, since creativity is basically in, in some aspect, creating something from nothing, the past is important to that, but the future is in your head. Yeah. Until it can predict, uh, d- doubtful, you know. So. Yeah. It seems like um, I use it every day for a myriad of things. And one of my favorite things to do is if I need to write something or I need to think through ad copy or something that I need to do for the business. I'll say, give me 10 ways of saying this thing. And it'll give me all those things and I'll read them and I'll be like, okay, I like the first three words here. I like that phrasing. Ooh, I hadn't even thought about that word. And then I create kind of what I ultimately use. But like you said, it's, it's just a fantastic brainstorming buddy um, to kind of get you to, to, to start working through. Yeah. Yeah, it's a brave new world, man. (laughs) It's a brave new world. All right, guys, that's a wrap for our conversation with Jari. Next week, we're going to pick up with our conversation with Mira Taylor, who's a wellness entrepreneur. Uh, Really excited for you guys to hear her perspective and her experience. Um, And also, not just her experience as an entrepreneur, but her experience coaching entrepreneurs and being a therapist to many entrepreneurs. I think it is a very uh, unique perspective for us to have on the podcast. So as always, leave a review, letting us know what you learned on the podcast and check out any resources that you need for starting your business or growing your business on BeHelpfulPodcast.com. Thanks guys. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit BeHelpfulPodcast.com for more content, tools, and resources that'll help you along your entrepreneurial journey. Thanks for listening and see you next time.